Hi everyone, Lauren here. Welcome to I Am Not a Victim. It is nice to have you back on today. I'm really excited because we have a lot of juicy interviews coming up in the next few weeks. I was really rocking the solo episodes for a while and now I'm ready to kind of network and collaborate with other creators and get back into the interview swing of things. So I'm looking forward to that. This episode is all going to be about my 27th year on the planet. (laughs) I would like to reflect on this past year, what I've learned, what my struggles and what my successes have been. I only have a couple minutes and I'm actually in an infrared sauna right now, so I'm hoping that my phone does not overheat. I used to go to a sauna at a local gym and all the people in the sauna would always have their phone on them and my phone would just always overheat and I was just like how do these people not have their phones overheating like why is my phone overheating so if you know any tips to have your phone not overheat in a sauna besides not bringing it in because I know it's terrible for your phone I would love to know so my birthday is July 15th I was born on a Friday around 9.15 p.m. I'm a Cancer and my birthday is coming up in just like two weeks. So I don't know when I'll put this episode out, but probably closer to my birthday. And it's very weird approaching 28 years old, mentally, emotionally, even like sometimes physically, besides all the aches and pains, I still feel like I'm spiritually like 17 years old. It's so weird because the body continues to age and the mind does grow more mature, but we still feel, I guess, 17 forever. Like my aunt said that the other day, she's like, I'm 70 years old, but you know, at heart, I still feel like I haven't aged past like 20. And I feel that it's like time just keeps passing and everything, like everything changes, but everything feels the same day to day right? Like we look back from a year ago, even six months ago, 10 years ago, whatever. And like so much has changed, but on our day to day, like daily living, it feels like everything's constant and life is an ever changing battle. I don't want to call it a battle because that sounds so negative, but it ebbs and flows. It's always in constant change and transition. And that used to be very hard for me. I was never comfortable with change. Anytime there was a transition in my life, whether it was a new job or school ending or starting, I would always relapse and fall back into whether it was self-harm, my eating disorder, something along those lines, compulsive spending. I do tend to shop and spend my money, like, I'm not even kidding, $500 a day when I am (laughs) going through Um, some sort of situation that provokes me to feel deep feelings and um, I'm kind of going through that right now so I'm trying to get a hold of things but my last year has been one of so much um, loss also a lot of gain but a lot of grief a lot of death this year so I turned 27 last year I'm turning 28 now and I was in a relationship in that relationship, um, it was not healthy. Uh, I hate to say it was a toxic relationship. And when I say that, I don't place any blame on my ex at all. Um, it was 50-50. 
it was me, it was him, it was codependent, it was very dysfunctional, always breaking up, getting back together, things like that, and um, we broke up and got back together like four times in a matter of like six to eight months. (laughs) It was a lot, it was intense, but um, I was in a relationship, and then come October, my grandma started rapidly declining and it was really challenging because she was the only grandparent I'd ever had. My mom's mother, my grandma on my father's side, she passed before I was born and my grandfather on my mother's side passed before I was born and my grandpa on my dad's side died when I was like five or seven, something like that, so I never really knew him and he lived kind of far away. So my grandmother... On my mom's side, she was like my everything, my rock. Um, We were super, super close because she lived five minutes away from me and I saw her all the time and she was the only real grandparent I ever knew. So she broke her hip when I was 19 and then developed dementia and then got lung cancer a couple years ago. And um, in October, she passed away and it was not easy. Um, I think I had time to mourn her loss before she even passed because we saw her starting to deteriorate. Um, I don't know if that's the right word, but it definitely sucked and um, it was like a sucker punch to the heart, but I trust and I know that she's resting peacefully and is in a much better beautiful place her soul at least and i'm really excited because i have an appointment with a medium a psychic medium um in two days and i'm really hoping that she'll come through and my cat will come through and my dad so that happened in october and then i want to say in december or even november i broke up with well, my boyfriend broke up with me the second time and then broke up with me again in January. So it was very turbulent, very tumultuous time. And in between this time of September and December, January, I lost two really close friends to me. I lost my best friend last summer. I don't mean she died, but I mean our friendship relationship fell off. And then in January, I lost another close friend of mine that I had been friends with for four years um, because for whatever reason she decided to go behind my back and um, tell my boyfriend something that wasn't really her business. So that felt like a deep, deep, deep betrayal that I'm still working on to forgive, but I'm nowhere close. Like, I'm all about forgiveness. There's not many people that have wronged me that I don't forgive, but in this situation, I just feel so like someone proved how disloyal and um, untrusting they were when I thought that they were a very close friend to me and I just feel nothing but hate and anger. So that's my own stuff that I'm currently working through because I don't want that negative juju out there even if someone else wants to be um, that type of person. I don't want to be that type of person. So anyway, that happened in January. That was a huge slap in the face. And then I lost my other quote-unquote best friend, I want to say in March. Um, Just kind of like ghosted me and I never heard from her again without an explanation. And her friend had yelled at me and I didn't understand why she wouldn't talk to me herself if we were that close. It's like 
this year has been a theme. There's been a pattern of like me feeling I'm closer to people than I actually am. And then they're just kind of proved to me that I don't matter to them or feel just very um, like inconsiderate. And um, it sucked. It was a lot of heartbreak this year, not just romantically, but platonically as well, because my circle was already super small. I was maybe close with like five people. And um, I just felt like I couldn't count on anyone. They just started dropping like flies. So that was really rough. And um, then, you know, my boyfriend of almost two years and I broke up um, not that long ago. So it was just like a lot. It felt like more than I could handle. And right before I went to Europe in June, um, well, I'll backtrack. So when my grandmother passed away, um, she had a dog and we took in the dog. Her name was Sasha. She was a Pomeranian and we took her in in October when my grandmother died. And then in May, she passed away. She was 13 years old. Um, she had a lot of health problems. She was like chronically sick. She passed away. And then I want to say three weeks, maybe four weeks later, my cat passed away. Oh, I'm getting emotional. It's still hard for me to talk about. Um, my cat was 15 years old. He was absolutely everything to me. Like I, I loved this cat the way that a mother loves her son. Like I would have donated my kidney to him. If he was, if there was a burning building, I would fucking run to that burning building to save my cat. Like, I don't care if I died. I just, I love and still love him so much. And I know he was my soulmate. And now he's my guardian angel and he was sent to earth or I was sent to earth to teach me what unconditional love looks like because I loved him. Like the thing about pets is like they don't need to reciprocate the love. They often do. Well, cats are another story, but you just love them through everything, no matter what their behavior isn't contingent upon whether you love them or not. So he taught me what it means to love something for free. And I always said, I wish I could find someone that loves me the way that I love my cat. Um, and I miss him so much. It's like one day he got sick out of nowhere and then two weeks later he died. So it was just like a tremendous, um, just, I was in so much shock. You know, it, it all happened so fast, but I've come to accept that nothing is permanent. Life is all about impermanence and we can resist it or we can accept it. So it was just <laughs> it was a triggering year and when I say triggering I use that word because one of my triggers was the feeling of loss you know I hated grief so much I hated heartbreak so much that I would always just cling to things and stay in things that didn't serve me but I figured it's better than losing them it's better than having this feeling of heartbreak uh, because historically I never dealt with heartache the healthiest but surprisingly I proved myself wrong this year uh, which is the message and the lesson I want to get to is that in the past when people used to die when I used to lose friends when I would go through breakups I would self-harm I would fall back into my eating disorder I would just engage in a lot of unhealthy coping behaviors and mechanisms that were very detrimental and um, self-destructive I used to be extremely self-destructive and this year well, I proved to myself that I can deal with things 
in a more stable manner. You know, I feel so much peace right now. And the thing about letting go is that, let's say we were holding on to our last breath, our last exhale, because we didn't trust that the inhale would follow. What would happen? We would suffocate. So by letting go of whatever it is, your breath, your girlfriend, that job that's not serving you, we then allow ourselves to receive. So through release and surrender comes new beginnings, comes new opportunities. But only if we are receptive and trusting that there, not necessarily that there's something better out there for us, but that there's something that's meant to serve us further and more beyond this chapter. Like, we can never pick up a new book and start reading a new chapter if we don't close the old book and let go of that past chapter of our lives, right? Metaphorically. So with all this pain and this hurt and this suffering came so many beautiful new friends, relationships, work-wise, romantically. So some good things that happened this year it seems like there was a lot of dark but there's a lot of light too you know with darkness comes light with pain comes gain so this year was actually really exciting and a, a lot of personal development and growth continues to happen i s- finished my master's program um, right before my 27th birthday and i was unemployed for almost a year and i found a job in started that in August, which was a great bridge job for me. And then in January, I decided to start my doctoral program, my doctorate of psychology, and I will be graduating with my PsyD in 2024. So I'm almost, I'm like halfway done with my first year, which is really awesome. I've gotten, I've gotten all straight A's, which, you know, a limiting belief I have about myself is that I am stupid, I'm not capable, And I proved to myself that I'm actually quite smart and I have a lot of abilities. Um, So that happened. And then March 1st, I started my first ever uh, like managerial leadership position. I became a department head at a nursing home. So I'm uh, the director at a long-term care facility on the behavioral health unit. And I didn't think I would get that job, guys. I really didn't. It was... Um, how much more it was $20,000 more than what I was making at the last job and I didn't have any supervisory experience so I was like there's no way like it exceeded my limit because we all have this mental limit for ourselves where oh the most money I've ever made I'm just using this as an example the most money I've ever made is $40,000 so there's no way I could ever get a job for $50,000 that's our own statue of limitations that we place upon ourselves we limit ourselves through our fear through our doubts, through our worries and insecurities, we are blocking something greater from coming to us because we don't believe it's possible for ourselves. But we all have infinite and limitless possibilities as long as we allow and open ourselves to it. And that's been a big lesson this year is allowing and feeling worthy and deserving to receive that which you desire. So I started that job And then I went to Italy and I went to Greece. I went on this Europe vacation. So it was a lot of fun things, a lot of exciting things. And I made some new friends, you know, I lost some old friends, but I made some new friends and um, 
my fourth book is coming out in like a matter of weeks. <laughs> so, so many blessings have happened to me this year that I just feel like tremendously grateful for. And um, it's just been a journey. It's been a wild roller coaster ride journey. And sorry, I'm just closing the door for this. And I feel hopeful about what's to come. A lot of times we base our expectations for life and for ourselves on our past, but our history doesn't have to be our future. And this year I'm really excited too for my 28th year. I'm excited to be receptive to new love and to new possibilities, to new friendships, to saying no more often, <laughs> to speaking up and asserting my truth more. Because it's only on the other side of the fear, the thing that we avoid and have been um, pushing off that we can open ourselves to receive what we've never had before right and so this year you know my new book's coming out I've already started working on my fifth book and I'm considering having a co-host on this podcast to have this podcast expand and reach a new audience and um, I'm planning to go back to Europe for reasons that I might talk about on a future episode and fuck I'm gonna be 28 and with that comes so much fear mostly based off of societal pressures and conditioning that the older we get as women the less sexy and valuable we are but I'm saying fuck that I am more stable than I've ever been in my life financially emotionally and you know there's always room for for more but I'm feeling pretty like at ease where I am for the first time in life, which real feels really fucking awesome to know that I am capable. And um, you are too. You are strong. You are resilient. You are brave. And this year, I'm really going to be focusing on courage, integrity, and authenticity. Courage, integrity, authenticity. Those are three traits that I want to embody and characteristics I really want to feel empowered um, and say that I am dignified I am courageous and that's my goal for myself this year it's not necessarily to although it would be nice to double my salary get a new car like all these tangible material things and know that the spiritual and the emotional work comes first and then those things follow so that's what I'll be working on this summer, this year, for the rest of my life, (laughs) Um, and it's nice to appreciate where you are and then still have goals and dreams for the future and aspirations. So I invite you to never stay stagnant, accept where you are, feel grateful for where you are, and know that you can get to where you want to and are meant to be. So that's it for me today. I thank you so much for listening. I love y'all so much. I'm excited for our next season of this podcast. Let me know what you would like to hear. Feel free to reach out to me on Instagram at Lauren M. Coletti and share your own story. And if you'd like to come on the podcast to share your recovery journey, please feel free to email or message me and I'd be more than happy to have a chat with you. All right, beautiful people, get out there, enjoy the rest of your day, and I'll talk to you in the next episode. Mm-hmm.